This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Well, it's my favorite time of the month again. We're joined by Brandon Doble. Unfortunately, Larry is being detained for 24 hours for suspected tax evasion, but uh, hopefully we'll have him back soon. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today, Brandon. We're going to go into a quote from Zig Ziglar, who we've talked about before, but this one I'm curious to get your take on. He says, repetition is the mother of learning the father of action, which makes it the architect of accomplishment. Um, I think there's a common saying, practice makes perfect. And I'm sure there's a lot of aspects of life that's worked for me, but there's also like uh, insanity is trying to do the same thing over and over. So I'm curious as a father teaching your daughter coming up, like, is this something that you want to instill or, or is it a mix of that and try something new and, and and broaden your horizons. Yeah. I don't know if it's a, I I think it's a both and honestly, I I think that, um, or it could be either one or the other. I, I, I find that the, the Zig Ziglar sayings, like I, this phrase has been used many times, right? Necessity is the mother of invention. Um, his saying repetition, um, is the mother of learning, the father of action. I just want to make sure I get it right, which makes it the architect of accomplishment. I think that's very true. I mean, I think if you want to do anything well, um, like when you guys started this podcast, I'm sure there were things that if you look back a year later, year and a half later, like, wow, I can't believe that, how rough that was. But after doing it over and over again, you get better and better at something. Um, Can that stifle creativity? Probably. If you're doing, if you're trying to be an artist and you're you're wanting to push the boundaries of things, just repeating the same process, especially if it's not a good process, like you said, if it's just insanity, if you just keep repeating and it doesn't work, so you got to shift things up. But it, but I once talked to this guy who was a a really successful um, marketing guy. He was actually one of the guys that invented guerrilla marketing. So like they would mm-hmm. go to like Walmart and they'd meet people in the parking lot and say, "Why did you buy those products?" And they would take all the, I mean, they would literally go to these different places. And it was like the first guerrilla marketing guy. And he told me super successful. And he said, you know, the truth of it is you just learn one thing and you repeat it over and over and over again. And that's how you make, you know, that's how you do well. And mm-hmm. so I think that there's, there's a part of this that's very true. You know, if you repeat it over and over again, I mean, Zig Ziglar was a, was a salesman. I mean, he was, he was trying to teach other salespeople how to be successful and, and every. I had some sales jobs early in my career, Andrew, and I remember they'd always give you these things like three and 10. For every 10 calls you make, you have three people that you talk to, you close one or something like that. So it's all about repetition and numbers. So I think it's a fairly straightforward and true quote. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a numbers game. I think maybe the thing that made me think about this was early on in this podcast, uh, I remember I've said it before, but I feel like the first three months we would hit record and then I'd black out. I didn't know what happened once it was over (laughs) and just do it like interviewing different people. Um, I think the first big name we interviewed was Carly Lloyd. And I remember I was so nervous for that. That was a good episode. 
Thank you. And then flash forward, we get Adam Carolla, who's probably the reason I started podcasting. And that one, I was, there's more into it. So I don't know. I, I like this idea. And again, this is like kind of your person. It depends on your personality. Like for my personality, this repetition thing works, but f- like, like you said, for the arts, maybe it's not as good. Like for an artist who is doing a visual painting, maybe that's not better, but I don't know. I, I want to like be all in on this, but I'm not. Yeah. And I don't know if I would say that it's, I, I think this is a nuanced one. So for instance, you're an actor you know, it, 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 you listen to read any biographies on great actors and they get great because they act. They do it over and over and over. They might do the same play. You're not doing it exactly the same way. You had asked about being a parent and having a, you know, teaching my daughter, you know, I mean, her learning her letters is just simple repetition right. over and over and over again. It's how do you, mo- I think that the other part of this, and this was the whole Zig Ziglar thing was how do you motivate people to actually do it? It's, mm-hmm. it's one thing to say, you know, just do it over and over and you'll get good. Like the 30,000 hours, right? The Malcolm uh, Gladwell, 30,000 hours, you become an expert. That's easy to say. It's a lot harder to do. So you said you blacked out when you first started doing the podcast. Well, you've done 200 podcasts since then. So now you can stop. Think about how long things are actually going. It's just repetition, right? Yeah. I think we're north of 400 now between two podcasts. Oh, We've done a lot. I mean, as you were saying that, it kind of also made me think about like um, when you're doing the repetition, what your mindset is doing it. Like if you have someone saying, all right, you have to write the alphabet a hundred times. And it's like, well, I don't want to do that. Versus you mentioned with acting for me, I had an audition recently that was like very long. And I had, I think 18 hours to do it. And you want to be off book, fully memorized. And I cared about it because it was a project I cared about. So I spent hours going over and over the lines, but then other stuff like for my classes, you have a little bit less motivation. So whether it's tricking your mindset to be invested while you're doing the repetition versus not like Steph Curry, when he practices basketball, he probably does it because he wants to versus uh, a middle school kid saying your parent be like, you have to shoot for an hour. It's, it's just like a different approach. Yeah, and that's the thing about trying to teach them that Steph Curry method. Um, I'm sure that Zig Ziglar had all sorts of, of courses and he would go around and speak to people. But, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's just doing. Like, you, you, If you're going to be good at something, you're going to have to practice it. So that you can call practice repetition. You can call that whatever you want. Maybe you're not practicing exactly the same thing every time. But I know that for me to want to be able to shoot a basketball, I put a piece of tape on it. I sat on my floor and I just shot over and over and over. And same thing with free throws. You go out and say, I'm going to shoot, you know, in sixth grade, I'm going to go out and shoot 100 free throws every day or 500. I knew a guy that shoot 1,000 free throws. So you're, of course, you're going to be better at it because you, your muscle memory is better. I think that goes for everything, the way we think, the way we act. Um, and it's, what is the, the father of the, the whatever of action? Yeah. The architect of action. I think mm-hmm. it's true. If you get confident in something, like if somebody called you up today and said, hey, Andrew, we would really like you to do this, you know, huge podcast. You're going to be, you're going to follow, you're going to, you're going to warm up Joe Rogan. You yeah. do an hour before Joe Rogan. If they'd have called you a year ago, you'd have been like, oh, right. But now you'd be like, okay, that might be challenging, but, but I, I know the fundamentals of this, so I, I could do this. I yeah. think that's part of that. Had you not done the repetition, you wouldn't be interested in doing the action, or it'd be a lot more scary, I guess. I could definitely be a fluffer for Joe Rogan. 
I'm curious, as someone that worked in education for a long time, was that something that you could see in different students that you had throughout the years? Be like, that person cares and I can tell they're doing the repetition. How obvious is it on the teacher side of things when people are prepared? Yeah, I think it's a little bit harder on the humanity side because it's kind of easier to fluff it, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, I think math is the where you really see repetition, right? Yeah. If they're not doing, like in little kids, it's math facts. As you get older, if you haven't learned those baseline equations or those baseline theories of math or, or whatever the problems, like if you don't know how to add and subtract, divide fractions, it's going to be hard for you to build on that. And that's where repetition comes in there. Um, but even in writing, you could see people, um, I was, I've, I've been watching this biography on, on Hemingway on PBS and the dude was a freak, right? I mean, he was just a, a freak in so many ways, but he was the hardest working writer in the world. That dude just wrote and wrote and wrote. And he, and he talked about his early life and he wrote thousands and thousands of pages that never saw the light of day. But because he was just up working 11 hours a day, typing and writing and typing and writing, it, it, you know, he was able to create these, what many people consider some of the great literary masterpieces. And now some people don't like Hemingway, I don't know, but bottom line is that dude used repetition and the books came way after he did the repetition. So I, I think that's a, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. I think that's a great point, especially with society or culture, especially Western culture, wanting instant gratification, seeing billionaires in their twenties, thinking that's something that could happen to you. It's like, well, I wrote a, I wrote a feature film script. Why, why didn't MGM pick it up? Why am I not getting a million dollar option? It's like, well, just keep writing and something will come out. So I like that example. Yeah. And I think that, you know, those people that, you know, it's the overnight success. A lot of those people that made millions writing an app at 30, well, they started coding when they were 12. So they got 20 right. years in before they ever created something that was worth selling. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. If you want to follow Brandon, you can find him How I Got That Way podcast, How I Got That Way podcast, How I Got That Way podcast. I'm Andrew for Brandon. Thanks for stopping by.